the trendiest foods of 2023 from Grubhub. It's the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. My talk 1071. Hi, guys. Did you ever order from food delivery like Grubhub this year? Well, if you did, they were tracking your purchases. And uh, we're going to talk about it. Um, we're going to talk about the fact that you ordered a hot beef commercial at 3 a.m. on Tuesday, <laughs> November 1st. That's right. Uh, so I guess they took all of the um, all of the things that people ordered and they found out what was the trendiest things, you know, obviously. Um, one of them was uh, people love their Panda Express orange chicken sandwich. Okay. What? What? I didn't even know that they had. I don't really frequent Panda Express. I do have one by my house. Yeah, I don't know that I have one anywhere near me, but sounds yes. good. Um, I do love orange chicken. I know that it isn't it isn't like something that's really traditional, but I don't know why, but I just love that sauce. Yeah, it's good um, stuff, man. But they've made a sandwich out of it. Well, which... it doesn't surprise me then that it would have been uh, one of the top food items. Absolutely. Um and hold on just a second here. Yeah, here we go. Um, also, people were super into sriracha. So I mean, this year as ordered, compared to what? Like the last 10? I mean, yeah, this is like people went sriracha crazy, essentially. Like everything side of sriracha or things that involve sriracha. It's like they definitely wanted everything to be spicy. Well, didn't they have a shortage of sriracha this year? Oh, oh well, that could be because of Grubhub orders. Well, no, but I think you're right. There was like a supply issue. It was if mm-hmm. it wasn't this year, it was last, last year, year, maybe. But I remember there being the shortage of, and it was that the uh, rooster sauce, the the actual the OG. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, yeah, not the Trader Joe's brand, yeah. which is fine. No, I don't same. like. Do you guys like sriracha? I love sriracha. I, I like it with sushi. I mean, you know. Oh, I like it on eggs. Like that's like a breakfast sandwich. I, sriracha. Th- for some reason, I'm just not a hot sauce person Me most either. of the time, so I don't like. I actually just like wasabi when it comes. Have to you sushi. ever had uh, bachan sauce? No, Mm-mm. I can get behind oh, that from the little place in Uptown. The it's no, a chain, right? There's actually bon they chan? sell it at Costco now. Oh, it, not bonchan. That's like a Korean fried yeah. chicken place. This is called ba achan, like B A A C H A N. I think that got a little excited about it's the Japanese bonchan, for grandma. It's just Japanese barbecue sauce. They sell it at Costco now, and I've seen it all over the place. Okay. And it's like a sweet, it's like a barbecue sauce, but they have a spicy version, and it's like sweet enough with the spicy. Mm. I think there's something about the sriracha and like regular spices well, or sriracha hot sauce that I don't covers like. the palate. That's the beauty of it. I don't prefer a bunch of hot sauce and stuff because I can't feel, I can't taste the rest of the food. Yeah. I feel like it just kind of cancels everything else yeah. out. And it bothers me if it's not advertised that way. Yeah. There's a place in, uh, there's a pizza place around where I live where it's like the sauce is spicy and I need to know that in advance. It's like, like a sriracha I don't want, sauce or what? It's like, it's just like a, the, or you're saying it's just spicy. The like pizza, pizza sauce, sauce. Oh, okay. is spicy. And I'm like, you need to tell people that because I wouldn't have ordered this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Pickles were popular, too. This okay. is according to Grubhub. Pickle puss. I'm all about it. Yes. Saw that at the fair. Right? Yes. Um, now, they weren't just having a moment, but they earned their place in the commonly enjoyed snack. They rose 89%. Commonly enjoyed snack. <laughs> what what constitutes a commonly enjoyed snack? Well, it rose 89% um, 
since last year as an individual order. Like just the pickle. Yeah, pickles, yes. Hmm. I'm liking the pickle-flavored stuff. Did right. you have, like, those, dill pickle? Those Jimmy John's limited chips, those were delicious. Yes. Oh, I didn't try those. Well, you can't anymore. Okay, because they're, they're gone. But I did try the dill pickle pizza. Oh, that stuff was so that fire. That was real good at the Minnesota so State good. Fair. Did I have that? You did not, you because did not. if you did, you would not ask that question. Oh, you no, did I not. might not. I don't remember well, anything. Sh- she'll sometimes forget those things, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> Because we did not try that this year. We, we tried it? it last year on the show uh, because oh, it was okay. new last year. It was not new this we year. But Jamie and year. I actually, well, we just wouldn't have tried it because it wasn't a new fair food. And we oh, usually only yeah, try no, new try fair it. foods. That's right, that's right. But the one at the Minnesota State Fair was still popular as much as it was last year, such that I think we waited in line for like 20 minutes for it. Which yeah, is I don't want to wait in line that long. But it was worth it, honestly. Um, so there's hard seltzers with pickle uh, that what? were really popular with pickle, pickle flavor. Pickle hard seltzer? Yes. Tur- uh, or is turkey brine? Ugh. What? Um, turkey brine hard seltzer? What? <laughs> no. What are you talking about? Oh my God. I'm, I'm talking about pickled turkey brine and pickled hard oh, seltzer. Oh, you're talking about pickled Pickle things. flavor. Still on the pickles here. So that's kind of the trends. I mean, milk had its moment. It says they a twenty percent increase um, in anything dairy. Whole milk got a big lead this year. Um, this so is, people are grubhubbing or door dashing milk. milk? Y- y- yes, no, not just milk, but like orders that involve dairy. Mm. Okay, so they're adding dairy to things. They're more likely to try things with dairy, like cheese. Sure. Doesn't yes. sound like you're very sure. No, <laughs> you guys, don't you have something else that you want to talk about? Since I've given you two minutes left. Oh, is that your way of transitioning? Yeah, just take it. I said milk. Move on. <laughs> Unless you want me to do a milk report. No, uh, you're talking about what you just alluded to was the 2024 likely trend. This was McCormick. They did like a flavor trend for 2024. So you're talking about things people were actually ordering, some yeah. of which were flavors and infused things and things that are part of other stuff. But they looked at like spice trends and things. And they're saying that for next year, for 2024, tamarind is going to be one of the like standout flavors you'll probably see. Mm. Whether it's like ice cream or, I don't know, pop. Because I think there's like a Haritos, you know, those uh, Mm -hmm. Mexican sodas. Yes. There's a tamarind flavored one of those. Kind of tastes like off-brand Coke. Do you think? Yeah, it's got a little cola aspect to it with a little more seasoning You know, I think you're right. It's like, it's almost like a a sour brown sugary like I, I think it was like it's like a replacement for soy sauce for certain people who are like is it insensitive or sense sensitive. You're insensitive. thinking of tamari. I'm thinking of tamari, not tamarind. So. But tamarind maybe tamarind it's is a tamarind too. is a cute monkey. That's a tamarind. A cotton top tamarind. <laughs> yeah, but and this a is lion the fruit. tamarind. We're, not We're eat talking about you're not eating year, monkeys. <laughs> I know, but I love those. Last time we fruit. talked about tamarind, I think I tell me more about milk. No. <laughs> and who is ordering delivery of milk? I know, like, I would like a uh, 2% glass of milk. The dairy milk. has a comeback moment. Grubhub notes that a 20% increase in coffee orders that involve dairy, with whole milk taking the biggest lead. Oh, that makes over sense. Over 2% in chocolate milk. Yeah, that makes sense with, like, beverage orders. People okay. adding adding uh, milk. 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 Milk, if you live in Minnesota. Milk. Milk and pillows. Ah. Yeah. 
What what was that? <laughs> well, it sounds like you a very fully uh, stuck your tongue out. Yeah, at me. milk, milk, milk. Yeah, milk. That's how people in Minnesota say milk okay. and pillows. Are you from Minnesota, Leah? Uh, no. I mean, kind of, but no. What do you mean? Kind I mean, of? I grew up in Montana, but my mom's family's from Minnesota, okay. so I spent a lot of time. How long there. have you so lived you, here? Oh, uh, this time, this is my second time living in Minnesota, but I've been here nine years. Okay. And I mean, you have qualifies. have a Minnesota parent, so you learn to talk. Yep. From a Minnesota you say person. Bag. She absolutely does because she said it in this show. I heard her say oh, bag. Oh, we were talking about that, that Russian lady's handbags. Handbags. And I was like, whoop. Well, from Tamarin to handbags, when we come back here on the uh, <laughs> Adventures of Bradley and Don, it is Don in Minnesota. That's fine with me. Uh, we're going to talk about whether or not you were Team Edward or Team Jacob <sighs> when we come back right here. I'm my tap one Remember this. Are you Team Jacob or Team Edward? Oh, that was such a thing during the <laughs> twilight years. Yes. Um, if you lived in that world where it was anything and everything to watch the tri- Twilight movies, have the discussion, you know what I'm talking about. Team Edward or Team Jacob. Well, recently, Bradley, Taylor Lautner, who is Taylor Swift's ex, that's how he likes to be known now. <laughs> For marrying a tailor, being a tailor, and being Taylor's ex. It's all about It's Taylor. a lot of tailors. I, it's a little thirsty. It does make their towel situation and monogram situation <laughs> very easy. Taylor Troika. It is weird, though, yeah. when people call on the phone. Which tailor do you want to talk <laughs> yeah, to? Yeah, Like, true. hey, Taylor, you bet they they have to have nicknames, right? Like TT or mm-hmm. Tay-Tay. TT. Or T-Lot. TTs. So, he was on that podcast that we don't understand why it's so popular Caller Daddy. Well, that's why it's so popular because everyone's on it. Yeah. And I don't understand why they do it unless <laughs> she is. So everyone is super connected in Hollywood in some way. Yeah. There's a lot of nepotism, and I'm sure that. Um, <laughs> it has nothing to do with talent, is what you're saying. I, you're when like, I hear it I and listen to it, I don't get yeah, it. I, I, but I'm old, so <laughs> just take that for what it's worth. But anyway, he was, he was on that podcast. He was on right? that podcast, and. Um, he was talking about his relationship with Robert Pattinson. And he talked about his true feelings. And I was shocked to learn that it was an actual rivalry that started happening. So their characters are Edward and Jacob. They were fighting over Kristen Stewart's character in Twilight, you know. And then so there was this allegiance that you had to like, oh, I want her to be oh, with, sure. you know, it was like Team Edward or Team Jacob. Yeah. He was a werewolf. And Robert Pattinson was a vampire. Mm-hmm. Overall, in general, I prefer vamp. I prefer vampires. Of course, vampires are sexier than werewolves. Absolutely. And if I was given the choice, I would rather be a vampire than a werewolf. I think that is true because I could not deal with the physical changes constantly. And it's not you have to be locked up. You can't control it. It happens. Yeah. The full moon. But you can stalk your prey and be kind of cool and, and during like, the day live you can forever. Avoid people, I'm in. For sure. You can sleep all day. Love it. Anyway, back to Taylor Lautner. He talked about, I don't know for so him. What couldn't, you were surprised by what? I was surprised that he when he opened up on this podcast, Call Her Daddy, he talked about how the rivalry that was going on just to promote the movie, really, that they actually it really actually started getting to them. And for him, it made it tense, and he ended up not really liking Robert Pattinson. So you were surprised by that. Why are you surprised by that? Because it's a movie, and I would think any opportunity that somebody had just to, like, 
look at the opportunity we get to play these characters and get all this attention to be in the film, that would override any like real like, "Uh oh, now I'm really mad. So I was shocked to hear that. He said, I don't know for him, but for me, at least it definitely like, especially at the age I was like, you get your feelings hurt sometimes when you shouldn't. Hmm. And that he's talking about being pitted against Robert Pattinson. It just sounds like to me that he's being reflective that when he was younger, he was immature. And how old was he when they did that movie? Because he was like young. Well, he's 31 now. Oh, God. How many years ago was that? Please don't. I don't know. He has a tiny little face, though. Let's see. I am DB. It's like, you know, when somebody's features are right in the middle of their head, like they're all right in the middle. That's a squishy face. Yeah. Squishy face. Okay. Twilight. That had to be like 2000 ish. We did 2008. Oh, 2008. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So, oh, sure. I just had my friend send me a picture of all of us moms at the oh, night. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because you were Twi Moms, we you the, said. We were the total So you guys twi were moms. obsessed. But, I mean, we read the books, we watched the movies, we went to the are movies. Are you surprised yeah. that it was like bleeding the competition because it was so vociferous? I, absolutely, because I remember like definitely reading Perez Hilton every day when, you know, this was going on. Yeah, because yeah, that's who we were reading. Um, mm-hmm. And I totally, I assumed it was all fabricated. Mm. I really thought the rivalry was fabricated. Yeah. I'm well, just not surprised that he had an ego at that age, like all that testosterone running through him. But you're not surprised. I, so he was I, like 16, I guess. Right. 16 Does that make sense? Eight, no, that would be 2008. Uh, that's 15 years ago. 15 plus eight. So he'd be no, no. 2008 plus 2018. Oh, my gosh. I hate it when they make us math on the radio. 16 it's, is 31. I can't do yeah, math. Yeah, he's 31. Yeah. Yeah, so he's like 16. Um, yeah, so a 16-year-old, the fact that he was immature at that age, and I'm sure there were people around him like, you're better. Oh, yeah, so what he said, I think it was awkward at times for the two of us to be standing together on a balcony and having 10,000 girls booing Rob, but then <laughs> cheering for me, but then this half, you know, booing me and cheering for Rob, but then us having to have some sort of friendship. It was sure- difficult. I'm sure at six at sixteen that would oh my god at sixteen getting up out of your bed and walking out of your house is difficult because you just think like you're just thinking all the things. You're is my so self conscious. Yeah, and they never connected on a deep level because we are different humans. Mm, I got to talk about this. What people that use humans all the time? Come on, <laughs> stop doing that. Like she's a beautiful human. Or they are a beautiful, like, why are we, like, what, a marsupial? (laughs) Like, we have to distinguish that we're humans? Come on, this trend needs to stop. I don't know what, and I know that, you know, pronouns and all of that thing, all of that is, you know, that is definitely important when you're talking about this. But when we're just using it as, like, a catchphrase, I don't like it, humans. Yeah, I get it. I don't know. Like a badger? What's the alternative here? Yeah. I think he's trying to sound elevated. Yeah, <laughs> elevated. And I'm like, can we just move past that trend? Um, so 
I think that just talking about this in this way, I mean, it's nice of him to open up, but I was just shocked. Yeah. I actually, I don't know. To, to me, them. that just sounds like he's being reflective. I don't know. It's not like he's trying to gin up fake controversy that didn't exist back in the day. I'd be curious what Robert Pattinson was feeling. Because, first of all, he had to have been not older this. than Taylor Lautner. And yes, so he had to he be sort of 20s. emotionally in a different place. And I bet, like, he probably saw a lot of the things from a distance that Taylor couldn't at 16, right? Like, when you're in your 20s, you I would almost feel protective of, like, a 16-year-old. Like, oh, you got to realize the world is a terrible place, and you got to really be careful to, like, guard yourself from the people around you. Yeah, definitely. And they've moved on to careers where Robert Pattinson is now Batman, and yeah. Taylor Lautner... <laughs> Says, I'm Taylor Swift's ex-boyfriend. Can I tell you whose team I was always on? Yes, yes. Team Bella's dad. Oh. Charlie Swan. That is, uh, I don't even know what team (laughs) I'm on, but I'm on team. Everything entertainment. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Dakota Dental. Every family needs a great family dentist, and I've got one for you if you don't have one. That's Dakota Dental, because that's where I go. And in fact, I've been going there for years. Started going because of a dental emergency, but I've had regular checkups there. I've had all sorts of procedures there because, good Lord, I've had all the dental work in my life. I don't know why, but uh, the Lord has blessed me with the most difficult teeth possible. Thankfully, I've got Dakota Dental on my side, and they have been super, super helpful. But not just helpful. Super friendly, comforting, professional, you name it. The customer service, the ability to schedule when it works for me, and um, holding my hand through a dental journey, explaining every step of a process, whether it was my dental implants or dental emergencies. The team at Dakota Dental has been there for me for years, and they will be there for you and your family. All you got to do is give them a call at dakotadental.com. Minnesota Wild. Welcome back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, right here on My Talk 1071. Well, Todd Chrisley made a stink about uh, the food and the conditions in the prison that he is in, currently incarcerated in a federal prison. He, of course, is a reality star from Chrisley Knows Best. His wife is also in federal prison for financial crimes, basically, lying to the government about money. And there are receipts for that. So they have an appeal coming up uh, or they're allowed to appeal. I guess that's with their case coming up soon, as we learned from their daughter, Savannah Chrisley, who has a podcast. Now, he did an interview with a reporter about the conditions in the prison, the food, uh, just terrible things. And now we have the prison responding oh i'm scared scared what are you scared scared for todd oh so uh for those of you who don't know what todd said basically he was like there's rats and a squirrel no a cat fell out of a roof dead cat onto a a bunch of food and there's squirrels in there and they got rats like he was painting a pretty bleak picture the, the food like if you got a little like for instance i always when he was talking about this like if you got a little individual applesauce that had some an expiration date on it, it was at least a year expired. Yeah, which, by the way, that's a Best Buy date. That's not an expiration date. Okay. But I'm not going to quibble. That's just what I tell Jamie when he tells me that something is expired. I'm like, that's just a suggestion. Does it smell okay? Eat it. Anyway. Can you come to my I'm house, not the, please? I'm not the Federal Bureau of Prisons. However, the Federal Bureau of Prisons is responding, as you said, F-bop as they're called, is adamant. (laughs) 
That's what they're called, FBOP, <laughs> Federal Bureau of Prisons. It is not a Hanson song. Okay. Um, but they are adamant. They told TMZ, I love the fact that somebody over at the Federal Bureau of Prisons is like, we got to call Harvey Levin because Todd really made us sound like horrible people. And he said, look, <clears throat> Or I just assumed it was a he. It could have been a she. Oh, sure. She whatever. Was like, uh, it's a human. Okay? It's a human. Oh my God, these she humans. She was adamant that they, adamant, she was adamant <laughs> that they operate safe and humane facilities, despite Todd's claims that rats and squirrels are on the loose and that a dead cat dropped from the ceiling onto their food. I do take issue with a dead cat. Was in the, they like, had to, rip, well, he said that the ceiling tiles had black mold all over it, said to rip it out. It was covered they in also, plastic, and the dead cat fell out. They also refute that claim uh, okay. and say that expired food is discarded. It is not utilized. In fact, they say they are required to work under FBOP regulations, which means that they must uh, be accredited by the American Correctional Association, which covers indoor living and essential regulations such as environmental conditions like temperature and air quality. Okay. And they say that if Todd is not thrilled with the food that he's receiving, there is a process in place, a formal review, in fact, that he can file through their administrative remedy program for any concerns he has. Now, look, oh. that means we're at a he said, she said. Or I don't she believe said, them for said. a second. Why? I don't believe FBOP for a second. Why? Because they wouldn't let the reporter in. They said that he didn't um, pass credentials and like a security check. Well, I don't I don't want to necessarily have the debate of who's more trustworthy because I would say Todd. Oh, yeah. And his you think wife he's lying. Yeah. Are convicted felons. Yeah. If he has a problem, file a complaint. Yeah, he there has are remedies in place. Well, that's anyway. I'm, I'm just telling Todd you. Todd is what I'm saying. No, that's fine. You be team Todd. You're I'm not on either. F-bop. No, I'm not on either team. <laughs> I'm just saying I'm not going to necessarily take Todd's credential or take Todd seriously unless I see evidence to that fact. I then decided that, okay, I want to know what's really going on in our Did federal you go to bureau the prison? of prisons. I went there. Oh my God. Because I like to go down rabbit holes. And so what I did was Google, which is wow. a very complicated process. And I was able to find their menu. I see it. Now, this is a menu for 2022. They didn't publish the one for 2023 yet, but this will give you an idea of the kind of food they're eating. I have to put this eating. on our show links page for you guys. But I also found a couple other things. One of them being the commissary list, because remember, one of his complaints was that the lady at the commissary was like, oh. you can only buy three packs of tuna, and not It 12. used to be 12. She came along. Yeah. She's a maniacal So the fact that you can human. buy food... What are you complaining about? Well, he needs protein. Why are you defending Todd Chrisley, convicted felon? I don't know. I feel bad for him. I feel like he's crying for help, and he's like, I'm in I'm in danger if I talk about this, but they're starving these men. If he was really, Leah? Yeah, don't feel bad for Todd Chrisley. Okay. Oh, my God. Um, now I want to tell you the menu, because that's, I honestly, that's why I was like, I don't want to argue about Todd Chrisley. I want to tell you the menu at the prison, because... I found this completely fascinating. And I, what are you doing? I'm authenticating with my face. What? To open my phone. <laughs> I'm authenticating so I can get into this and add this menu to our show links page immediately. Why do you have to do it on your phone? Uh, because I can't get into this computer, you know, because this is like oh my <laughs> the God, internet you are on such a journey. <laughs> you know, anyway, I'm trying for to the multitask. Listener, 
For the listener, um, the Federal Bureau of Prisons national menu. Now, they set a national menu, and it's for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and they give a four-week rotation. So what that means is, and they literally have to sign off. There's also, I found, like, a Florida State correctional thing, and they literally have to, like, sign off if they change anything on this menu. So, for example, let's just pick, uh, well, this would be week what? What week are we in on a four-week rotation in the month? This would be the second week of December, right? Sure. So week two. And what is today? Today is Thursday. So a typical Thursday breakfast for this week would be fruit, mm. bran flakes, breakfast cake, or what is a breakfast cake? Whole wheat <laughs> bread and jelly. You guys. Sugar substitute packets. Uh, margarine pat. And skim milk. So that's uh, breakfast. These are all lies. What do you mean? They can do elaborate things to say, this is what we feed them. It can be, you create a chart on Excel. I'm just telling you what they posted. Yeah, what they posted. But if they want to cover up lies, let us in to see. Let us do a drop in. Yeah, I'm not defending Todd Chrisley at all. If you want to be on, if you want to go work <laughs> for Todd, Todd. Chrisley's defense team, please do. No, I am saying I think he can be guilty of these crimes, but he can also be reporting on the conditions in prison yeah. that are terrible. I would rather listen to like inmate number 142X. But they're not going to give him any attention. No, I'm just saying I would. I would take somebody who does not use the tabloids for a career to give me actual valuable information. So do you remember Orange is the New Black? Did you watch that? Did you read that? I did not, no. Yeah, I watched it. And yeah, uh, I read the book. I watched a couple of the episodes, but they really, they went into the the food service there. And? And I would say it was, I I don't think it was that far off from what Chris Lee was, you know. Yeah. Here's the other thing. I don't think it's like, the like four seasons oh yeah now we could have a whole conversation about what you think correctional facility food should be but that's not really what i'm here to do because that seems like an actual conversation that people who know things could probably talk about really well meaning they could say whether or not people are getting the nutrition they (laughs) need okay so you are here for I was just curious about the food that they're feeding these people. Yeah, and what they're saying. Yeah, sure. No, I don't care what they're saying. I'm literally like, I found a menu, and I found the fact that, like, one day a week, they get hot oatmeal. One day a week, they get bran flakes. And also, what is a breakfast cake? And when you get to the other items... <laughs> He's they, hungry. No, literally, I'm here for the food. So when you get to dinner, there's cheese pizza or a three-bean salad along with green beans, garden salad, Italian low-calorie dressing, and a beverage. They also get, uh, another night of the week, cream of potato soup, chef salad, or tofu chef salad, I guess if you're a vegetarian, cold beets, Italian low-cal dressing, whole wheat bread, and a beverage. I'm far more interested in yeah. like, the details of what it must be like. This is keeping me on a straight narrow path. I never want to go to prison for myriad of Because reasons. you don't oh want to God. eat. But, <laughs> but I do now. Lasagna with meat and or tofu food. Italian pasta. This delicious food, which they um, they put a, a heart like they care about them. No, that Next indicates the ones that, that, that it's heart healthy. Heart healthy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Do you know what this made me think of, honestly, when I did this? Lies. No. School lunch. School lunch. Yeah, institutional yeah. lunch, and yeah. that's exactly what I bet it's based on. I think I have. I will admit that. Wasn't your mom a lunch lady? 
Yes. Oh, so she would probably know these menus up, down, and yeah, she knows left, what right, you center. need to do to get government food. She has to make create menus. She was the she was the cafeteria manager, so she's she's the boss of the lunch ladies. Uh, she is the lunch she's lady. the lunch lady forever. Um, I grew up on school food, and look what how I turned out. We didn't even have a hot lunch program at my rural school Are we just until let I was that like pass? fifth grade. <laughs> You didn't have hot lunch? They, Are you okay? We didn't have hot lunch. Oh, bless. No, we didn't. Well, we had I brown bagged it. We brown bagged it. In, in Florence, Montana, in the 80s, it didn't exist. It didn't have yeah. heat. Oh. We got We milk. didn't have heat either. You didn't have heat? They said, you think you're going to get hot lunch? You don't even get a hot room. No, we didn't get hot lunch. We got milk. We so, got milk in like kindergarten, first grade. Yeah, milk. In elementary school, we got milk. Yeah. High school, milk. we had hot lunch. but Well... Um, <laughs> oh, sounds like you have I something just, to say there. I, I, the, oh, here's the other thing I wanted to show you. So yeah. remember I found the menu. I also found, and let's put a link to this, the Pensacola. So again, this is where Todd Chrisley is <laughs> literally all the items in the commissary. Remember he was complaining about the fact that they could only get a certain number of, yeah. uh, uh, tuna packets. Tuna packs. He, he lives on peanut it butter It tells tuna you how many items of all these things. So tuna, for example, when this item was, or when this list was published, they used to be able to buy 24. Because it gives you like the max number of items you can buy. Diced tropical fruit, you can buy 12. Oh those my are gosh. $3 each. Odor eaters insoles, those are $2.35. There's like a whole list. Can eat those. They can buy electronics. Food, snacks, candy, coffee, cheese, mozzarella blocks. What were you saying before about a rodeo burger? We don't got time for the rodeo burger. We got to go. When we come back. Rodeo burgers. Rodeo in burgers. Prison. We're not talking about rodeo burgers. When we come back right here, I'm like, yes, we got all sorts of stuff. The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, my talk, 1071. Thanks for being here. Oh, it's so calm <laughs> and quiet. That's right. Um, have you done your Christmas shopping yet? That's a great question. No, not all of it. But I am very fickle that way. Do you wait until I'm the fits last and starts minute? For some things. I don't buy a ton. Yeah. Because I don't have a lot of people that, to buy for. So just a few chosen things. But we're working on it. We're working on it. How about you? Uh, I just got a list from my daughter. Oh, good. Anything and interesting on the list? There are some things on there. Um that are a little strange. Do you want to talk about them? Sure. Okay. Well, I'm thrilled, first of all. I just want to say that it isn't just like, I just need money. Because that makes me worry about, she owns her own business. But I'm like, uh-oh, what's going on? What can I do to, you know. But I'm glad that there are physical things to buy. Because that's like, buying just an Amazon gift card in general makes me feel kind of sad. And that's yeah, just you want to buy something yeah. for her, uh, yeah. So anyway, she wants a sewing I like money, machine. By the way, so if you want to get me in, <laughs> okay. do. don't feel sad for me. I just want money. She wants a sewing machine. Oh, that's okay. a great gift. Yeah. Yes, she is very crafty and she's a an artist. So I don't know what she's going to do with it, but hey, great. Um, and also a hair straightener that I can control the temperature down to three hundred and sixty degrees. LOL. Because that she, she can down to what she needs to have. And I actually bought this and we're going through the same thing. She dyes her hair like green or some funky color. Fashion, oh, sure. a tattoo Fashion colors. Exactly. So um, she 
has probably fried her hair. So she wants a, something um, that's like low. Temp. That's not going to be like 500 degrees. Yeah. It's ridiculous. We don't need to. All right. Have that's a good one. That's a good yes. one. We can do that. Um, she also needs some new clothes. Last year around Christmas, I bought her clothes, uh, some clothes because she lost weight. And so she wants some more clothes. Oh, that's always good. That's a good idea. Do you like to buy clothes for people? I would think that's hard, but it's your daughter, so it's probably easier, right? Yeah, I know what kind of stuff she likes. Um, She also, um, she says her black Nikes, she wears 90% of the time. They're getting a hole in the pinky toe where my toe is trying to escape. Mm. And she says, why does this happen to all my shoes? Maybe she needs wide shoes. Yeah, Nikes Maybe she needs like clipper toenails. (laughs) That could be. Maybe she has a bunion. Um, she actually I got one. Of, well, it's not a bunion, but there's like this nub, like this hard. What? Yeah, it's like a hard. What? Let's talk about Bradley's feet. Yeah, my there's something on my piggy toe. Show me. No, it's not like visible, but like there's a little hard spot. And I think it's just from where it rubs against my shoe constantly. And it probably yeah. is. I also get that thing because I have wide feet where it'll yes. push out on my Nikes. Toe. I can't wear Nikes because they're too narrow. Like, even the wide ones are too narrow for yeah. my feet. So she probably needs a bigger size. She wears a size 11 in women's. Oh, wow. Or 12 sometimes. She has, yes, big bones for sure. Yeah. I'm like a 14 in a woman's shoe. Yeah. Um, and then here's the one that I love might... that nobody stopped conversation. <laughs> She's like, oh, that's totally normal. What? A woman's 14? That would be a man's... 13. No, but I'm a man, so like most men don't know their woman's Oh, well, shoe I know. Size. Oh, that's just because I know you're I a Wanda know, but Wisdom. The audience doesn't know oh, hey, that. guys. Bradley used to be a drag queen, but it was really the character of a drag queen. Like you dressed up as a, it was a parody of a drag queen, and you had mostly a podcast. And um, sometimes people saying, would say there's a reason I actually know that what my female shoe size is not yeah. because I'm and it's so much know, easier to get that smart and on it. Aren't you? Well, this is back in the day. It was super hard for you to get shoes. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. We talked super about this. Hard. Like, uh, what was it? Like you were talking about drag race or something. And yeah, like literally not that I, uh, you know, like when I was a baby drag queen, <laughs> we had to walk up heel, walk up hill in heels. Yeah. You know? Anyway. There were like limited plate. You couldn't just order everything online. There was no ordering online. Really. Yeah. And if you did, it was from like really sketchy places. And you're like, I don't know what's going to arrive in a box. <laughs> anyway, this is not about me. Go on with no, your, fine. your uh, daughter's hear. shoes. Uh, so I'm probably, I just need to know like what kind, because I don't think she's, I just need a picture of those shoes. And I can buy her ones. Um, this is the one that might make people a little curious. Well, okay. So you just gave about, what, four things? Yeah. And when I asked you this question, I was like, you need to tell the thing. The reason I asked this is because this is the <laughs> thing people actually want to know. Okay. They will be curious about this. <laughs> and just brace yourself here. Okay. Also, a basketball display case. For my human skull. Leah? <laughs> you, I'm not, no, this sounds like my kid. My kid would, yeah. That's, okay, so Myla's for got you, like creepy stuff and yeah, always. So is, you've got a creepy kid too. I have a creepy little, okay, so little, I'm not creepy kid. kid. I just, no, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, creepy kid. Yeah. Like, she 
loves going to, she's a tattoo artist. She yeah. loves like macabre. She goes to oddity shows. She'll buy a little taxidermied squirrel. Yeah. Oh, like, with I a have wanted violin. A, taxi- a taxidermied animal for so oh, many yeah. years. And a like, little motif. If anybody finds one like at a thrift shop, let I know, me know somebody who does it. So I will get you um, one for Christmas. My partner, I'm going to have to just buy it and put it in my house and he's going to have to deal with it. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm what do you want the squirrel to do? Because I can custom order. Well, what do you want the chipmunk to do? Be carrying a small casket, like what? <laughs> okay, wait. Playing the violin. I do want to go back to this. We have is to go it, to the skull. Is it a real skull? <laughs> it is. It's well, not this a... is the question I asked. I was like, how do you know it's real? Yeah. Do you have like authentication on that? She Where do you says, buy that? She bought it at an oddity show. It's been purchased and bought many times. It's it's gone through many different owners, and she does have a paper trail. Okay. And, and it. They say that the skull is from a woman. It's a woman's skull. From England that died during the Black Plague. Okay. That's supposed to be the origin of the skull. That but sounds my like, is, of course you nice want story. a skull like what that. What if it's somebody just knocked off yeah. their girlfriend? I right. was going to say, that's like when somebody's like, here's the real story of why we call, uh, or how the toilet was invented. <laughs> Thomas Crapper. I know. <laughs> you know, like, it's yeah, so, like it sounds sure. too good to be true. Uh-huh. But be- still, I'm like, whatever. I don't, uh, I'm like, can you legally have this? The right? one time- I know. I googled like. Can you how have a skull? You a skull? But you don't want to Google dated. that. You don't want to go Google that because people are gonna. She googled well, it on your laptop. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did. Um, I did, and I was looking at companies. I'm like, can you send this? And so then I found out that only like an art museum can submit these things. Mm-hmm. So you cannot just. Well, yeah, because they can't just willy nilly give somebody like identification. I thought. On the day that, like the internet now, my and like, daughter has a skull that she bought at a <laughs> flea market. Right. Can I, I get a date on this? I mean, I love like, her. I is, love my daughter. That and, is not a real skull. That is actually a raccoon skull. And it's uh, not. No, I've seen it, but it does look very old timey. But I feel like people can make it look old timey oh, if sure. they wanted to. It's like when I, because I'm the same way. Like I would be fascinated by like a piece of history. And I ha- I went through a whole period where I would look online on eBay for like like I want a, a Roman coin or some dumb thing. Mm-hmm. And then I, and there were all these Roman coins and they were like cheap. And I was like, I don't I don't feel like this is those real. Romans drop money all over the place. Come on, yeah, but like, but this can't be. It's only point, two dollars. Okay. I'm like, it's probably fake. She right? paid hundreds of dollars I, for this skull. I got another question about the skull. I've yeah, got so many. But is it cursed? Well, I feel like I need to do like you some type do, of a clearing. Yeah, for you it. could do like a, when I go um, home. I feel like I need to do some type of a ritual that yeah. I do for people ritual? that need not like a cult ritual, but things oh, that I on. do for our paranormal team. Yeah, no, people, yeah. you could, you could talk to it. Why can't what you put your is, like equipment on it? Maybe, yeah, I mean, what if it's like the Dybbuk box that people are well, just like passing around because that's a cursed thing? There's a movie you can. It's about. Like, mm, there's supposed to be, um, uh, uh, like a spirit inside of this box. It's like a jewelry box type of looking thing. Um, and then it's, it is now currently in a haunted museum. So I like how you say that. Like, it's just no big thing. (laughs) You can go to that museum in Las Vegas. Okay. So when you go home, you need to talk to the skull. Uh huh. And find out who it is. Yeah. Okay. And find out how old it is. Okay. It was that the I'll weirdest try. thing on our list. I, I shouldn't say I mean, weird. Was that the yeah. most um, <laughs> unusual unique thing on her list? I feel like it's pretty unique. Yeah. 
But I think it's pretty smart of her to get a basketball case. I do like that she like, was like, great. what Wait can a minute. I find? How can I display this skull in my tattoo shop? Probably. Is it big enough? Like, not even like a baseball? Wouldn't, I guess a skull a basketball, is pretty big. A basketball, honey. That's big. Like The skull is big. not the size of a basketball. No, right? that's what I'm saying. So yeah. it will be big enough to display the skull. No, no, no. What I meant was like maybe a smaller case would be because maybe the basketball would be too big. True. You know, like one of those bell jar domes. Mm. Mm. That'd be a cool. good one, like a display. Yeah. yeah, with a little wooden stand, put the yeah. bell jar on top, put some lights in it. Yeah, put a little mm. lace in there, yeah. maybe a little bit of like... Put like a cockroach, you know, like a plastic cockroach <laughs> creeping out of it. And a Roman coin. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Actually, if you put Roman coins in the eyes, that's what they did, didn't it? Yeah. What they did like back in the day-day? I don't know. I'm going to vacation tomorrow. So you could tomorrow. go on to like the Never Never World. This was a fascinating conversation. <laughs> thank you. And uh, thank you for sharing your daughter's Christmas list, Dawn. Yes. When we come back... Oh, wait, we're not. Until tomorrow... Up next, Lori and Julia live from their Santa stop.